see it. All right? <laughs> it's, that, was a, that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. It was a G.I. Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> okay. What is going on, everybody? He is I. I am him. Shemaine Manchi. This right here is an impromptu episode of So in the Meantime, brother from the same edition. Yo, what up? It's your favorite campus uncle. It's Uncle Fred in the building. Uh, thank you for having me on this platform. <laughs> and we got some shit to talk about today. We don't have no formal agenda. <laughs> we just about to just... <laughs> <laughs> I get straight shooter. So how this whole episode came about mm -hmm. was, mm -hmm. and this is a two-parter. It's a two-parter because we are going to tackle it from one angle. Well, you said three layers. <laughs> yeah, that was just my rep. That was just my recommendation. Right. So you said three layers. There, there's more to it because you know um, I do I do want to have side on here, mm -hmm. but it will be a, a deeper like this. This will be a longer conversation yeah. if if side was involved. Yeah, you know because there's there's things that me and side talked about that he is like yo. He's going at it from a whole different angle than where we are going to go at it <laughs> or tackle this matter. What and, angle was... You know what? Never mind. Yeah. And for those who are hiding under a rock, who don't know, we are recording this on Monday, the day after the Oscars, the Academy Awards, where... Oh, man. <laughs> what... How how did you how did you word well you didn't even word it you you read it on their post read what the the caption of what happened all right so are you talking about the actual event or before the event what Bo was that before or was it that after? was before that was before okay so that's why I like so there's this theory that a there's this theory that. Will's behavior was premeditated, right? I don't mm -hmm. know. Just a theory. Why? Because on an Instagram post, it says that him and Jada were dressed, paraphrasing, for chaos. Because they choose chaos. They woke up and chose violence. I, okay. 
You said it, not me. That's that's the you that's the new me. that's the new thing now that you people said say. It, not me. I, I woke up and chose violence. <laughs> Listen, let's just okay. So let's just no sugar coating. Will Smith smacked the shit out of Chris Rock at the Academy Awards last night. And can I just explain to you how my reaction? You you can because you've seen it live. I I was I did see it live, <laughs> and divine divine timing because I'm telling you, I never watched the Oscars. I never watched the Oscars, but on this day, on this given time, mm-hmm. I was sitting on my very comfortable couch. It is comfortable. It's very comfortable. And I was watching the Oscars because me and my youngest son just so happened to hear the Encanto song, right? The Mm. We Don't Talk About Bruno. And my son loves the movie. So he hears the song and he's like, Daddy! So that's how we ended up watching the the Oscars. Or I ended up watching the Oscars. Right. So, and then something tells me, because they show, they show a shot of Will Smith and Jada, right? And I'm like, oh, that's right. King Richard, mm-hmm. the movie, he's up for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, let me check and see if he wins. And then also they're like, Beyonce is up for an Oscar for best song for the, the movie or whatever, mm-hmm. which she didn't win, mm-hmm. Right. And um, so I, I was like, let me just see if he's going to win the Oscar. Yeah. So at this time, I have my little baby with me because I'm she's having a hard time going to sleep. So I'm putting her to sleep. Soon she falls on, on my chest. <sighs> Lights out, right? But I'm still watching the Oscars. So... Chris Rock is being introduced to the stage, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's thinking anything of it. It's Chris Rock, okay? And we all know Chris Rock. He's hosted the Oscars before, and he has jokes, right? We know his type of comedy. Right. We grew up with his type of comedy. Right. So he's talking about folks, then proceeds to go to Will and Jada, and he doesn't even acknowledge Will. He just says, Jada, I love you, right? G.I. Jane 2, the sequel, looking forward to it, right? And you can tell, like, within the audience, it was a bad joke. Like, everybody's like, ooh. Uh, like, one, a lot of people laughing at it. Mm-hmm. And then they showed Jada's reaction to the joke, and she gave, like, the side eye and... You could tell she it wasn't humorous at all. But also, in the same shot, you see Will, and Will is laughing. Right? Will is laughing at it. And then it cuts back to Chris Rock. You don't see a reaction, or you don't see what happens after, you know, after that shot of them two responding to the joke. Right. All you see is Chris Rock back on the stage, and Chris Rock is trying to get into the next line of jokes. Mm-hmm. And then you hear the audience responding and you see Chris Rock and he's looking 
you see Will Smith getting up. I'm thinking that it's a part of the show. I'm like, oh, what are they about to do? Right. Right? Right. And Will Smith proceeds to walk down the aisle. Chris Rock is looking like, you know, he's just ready for whatever. Except he did not expect that. Will Smith lays a right cross to the left cheek, to the left side of Chris Rock's face, and you hear the, you hear the boom. Like, even Will Smith kind of did a, you know, like he grunted with it. As soon as that happened, mind you, my baby's sleep. I do a Will Smith, oh, oh, like, oh, oh, woo. Like, I, like <laughs> I, the inner Will Smith comes out, and I'm like, woo, you know, just whatever, right? And Sierra's in the back with the kids, my wife, and she's like, what? What happened? What? I was like, baby, turn to the Oscars. <laughs> turn to the Oscars. She's like, why? And I proceed. I get up with the baby. I go in the back. And she turns on the Oscars, and in that moment, you hear Will Smith screaming at the top of his lungs, keep my wife's name at, out your fucking mouth. And then they cut the audio. They cut the audio because there's like a, um, there's like a thing with media where it's like they hear cursing automatically. They just cut the audio, mm-hmm. right, for like five seconds, ten seconds, whatever. And Will Smith is still spazzing out. He's still like, and you can read his lips. And then you got Lupita that's right there. And she is, she's even like. (laughs) So everybody's reaction is the same. Like, hold on, what is going, what's, what is going on? But here's the crazy part. They don't show Jada. So we don't know what Jada's facial expressions or her response to this is. We don't see the response. We just see Lupita and we see Will in the same frame. And Lupita is looking like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. Right? And Chris Rock, completely thrown off, and he says, I just got to start the shit out of out of by Will Smith, right? Like he's trying to make light of the not light of the situation, but it's it's already awkward, right? Fuck awkward, like it's like the Oscars. I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, the Oscars are done, like it's over. I'm thinking, like it's it's wrap it up, wrap it up, it's done, <laughs> over, <laughs> right? And Chris Rock proceeds to facilitate his part in the Oscars by hosting uh, an award that Questlove ended up winning for Best Documentary. Yeah. Takes the, takes the shine away from Questlove, right? Like, because nobody's even thinking about Questlove winning a grant, I mean, not a Grammy, an Oscar. Right. Everybody's thinking about, yo, what the fuck just happened with Will Smith and, and Chris Rock? Mm-hmm. Everybody's thinking like, yo, is that real? Like, that shit is staged. Right? Not for once, I didn't think that shit was staged. I didn't think it was staged at all, especially after you heard the impact. And Chris Rock is like, wow. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. Go ahead. That, 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 so that's my, that was my reaction in the moment. It was just like, what the fuck? So I didn't see it live. Then I called, then I called <laughs> your ass. No, I called mom. Yeah. I called mom. I'm like, where's Charles? He's not home from work yet. Then he walks <laughs> in. And I'm like, what is Charles saying? Charles was like, mom was like, Charles has a paper to write. That's what mom said. And I was like, I just hung up the phone. You know what? Click. <laughs> hung up the phone. But then proceeded to see him on his Instagram, and he gives commentary. After. 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 But go ahead. You, it's on you. Because I, I was taking Chuck home. So I when when I pulled up, Chuck's talking. I'm on my phone. I happen to see on Twitter a lot of people. First tweet I seen was Cleo, Cleo Thomas, aka Mr. Sick Living. He's like, Will is my hero. Exactly what he said. He's like, Will is my hero. Who is this? Cleo. He uh he played in holes. That's what he's most iconic for. Okay, yeah, okay. But he he was in Roll Bounce. Yeah, he was oh, okay. a quiet one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's like, Will Smith's my hero. Then I'm looking and seeing people saying all this stuff, and then I happen to go on Facebook and um, I seen the video. And I said, when I looked at it, my initial thought was. This was, I was like, this This is staged. And the reason why is because I didn't know it was nah, a slap. No, I didn't know it was a slap. I thought it, he, I thought he I thought hit him. Punch. And I'm like, if he hit him, Will trained as a boxer. You get hit by Will. I'm sorry. You are not just standing there. I can't, I don't understand why people <laughs> said that Will Smith punched him when Chris Rock literally said no, he slapped me in the face. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't listen to the audio. Gotcha. I just seen the video. I just seen the visual of it. So I'm like, oh, this, what, what's going on? So then when I watched it and, and had the audio playing, that's when I realized, oh, the he Jap slapped The him. Japanese audio. That's where they have everything. The Jap, like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. wow. I seen it, I was like, oh, okay. Then I started to proceed to chess, you know, I drove home, then that's when that happened. I had a paper that was due at midnight. Copy. <laughs> so I'd make sure that that was done. Copy. So Roger that. I can officially be like, all right, I'm officially on break. So that's why when I walked in and that was said, I was just like, oh, I got to. I gotta do this real quick. So, once that was done, yeah. then that's when I went on and I was like, okay, let me give my two cents on the situation. Mm -hmm. And before I did all that, I had to do like, okay, let me see why. Because I was seeing all these people saying like, you know, it was tacky for him to make this joke because G.I. Demi Moore character, G.I. Jane, chose to shave her head. This is not a choice by Jada. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I remember she stated why she was why she went bald, but let me let me do my re let me go back and do my research to figure out exactly what it was. Mm -hmm. And then I seen it. And I said, okay. What did you see? That she had that, she had this 
that condition. I forgot. Alopecia? To, yes, alopecia. And then I started to think more about it. And I actually start, thought more about it today, like getting ready for the day. And I was like, okay. And I was saying this in the group chat that I'm in with uh, our cousins, Russ and Adrian. Because your boy. Stephen A. Listen, <laughs> Steve, Stephen A. Smith, listen, I respect you. I respect you a lot. I respect your career. I respect your intellect. But you were wrong for that post, brother. You something wrong with you and that, that one. That I seen that in the morning. I sent that. I was like, yo, it's too early. <coughs> it's, it's too early for me to be pissed off at Stephen A. this early. But then I was thinking about it, I was like, okay. Then I was like, when I started to really dissect Stephen A. The you lost the brownie points with me on that one. The situation. And I'm like, okay. In society, right? Oh boy, here we go. Let me get comfortable. <laughs> Get comfortable. <laughs> in society, mm -hmm. especially in the black community. Bill's mafia. <laughs> um, women are judged for the most part by their hair. Like women take their hair serious. So for Jada to have this condition where not only can she lose just her hair, she lose all hair on her body, like eyebrows, everything. That could take a toll on her. Then you don't know. She posts stuff. People probably on there saying whatever they saying about her, you know, getting their jokes off, whatever the case may be. And Jada probably was sitting there like, yo, like I don't appreciate all this. And then here you go with this joke. And the rest is history. Now, Will being in the position that he's in, I felt that it was justified. I didn't see no wrong in what he did. Um, we've talked about it, you know, which is, so for the people that don't really, that don't follow his for the love of Instagram page, you went live like three times today. And in one of the lives I got on there, and I was telling you, hold on. I didn't even know that we had an audience. <laughs> I didn't even know, like, there was an audience in the background. They laughing at me, and I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm like hold <laughs> on. Because I had already had it in mind that I wanted to talk about it. But because it was just... Oh, yeah, by the way, your sister-in-law is upset with you. She's like, you got to stop this last-minute shit. <laughs> you got to stop this last... Like, you got to stop. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. See, it's not my fault, baby. It's not my... F it's him. Nope. It. Nope. It, it's Chuck. Oh, Chuck. But it was Chuck. <laughs> he did it. It was Chuck. Okay. It was he Chuck. He did it. Go ahead. Because go ahead, we were sitting here... We, we had some shooting that we had to do. The minute the shots were done, and then the one that we were supposed to do today, like, now, was canceled. It was canceled. And I'm sitting at that desk that I'm always sitting at, and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I already know. And then this is when I'm on the phone with you, and you're going, and I'm like, just chill, like, chill. We on pod, just... 
chill. Because you know me, I like to have like a well thought out strategy. Sure. You know, make sure that we have everything, yeah. you know. But the way you were just going, I was just like, you you had to get it. You had to get this. Yeah. You you had to get this off. Yeah. So I'm like, all right. Then then Chuck's like, let's do it. Let's do it. And then that's why I hit you like, all right, what you doing around this time? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Baby, it's not my fault. It's <laughs> not. It's not my fault. Don't. Him. <laughs> so, so, so you mentioned that you felt that Will Smith was right, or not? Well, he wasn't wrong, right, for his reaction, right? Okay, because there's a lot of women, more so, mm-hmm. that agree with how Will Smith reacted because, and this is not all, but the majority that mm-hmm. I've seen are all in favor in the response that Will gave because to them, it is Will defending the honor of his wife. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Then there's the other side, right? There's the other side, and they're like, Will is a pussy. Will is soft, right? And I'm, I, I, I read the comments, so I'm reading why people are saying, why is Will soft? Like, why, right? Yeah. And if that was The Rock, he ain't going up there smacking the hell out The Rock. And I'm like, it takes some pretty big nuts for anybody to walk up on The Rock and smack the hell. I, I was like, you know, but not only that, the Rock wouldn't make a joke like that. Right. He, he wouldn't, that's not the way he jokes. He right. don't make a joke like that. But there's a timeline in this, and I want to explain. In 2016, during the Oscars, Will was supposed Will got snubbed out of being nominated for an Oscar for the movie Concussion. Okay. That was also during the time when Jada Pinkett took a stance and she uh revolted against the Oscars, saying that the Oscars has been snubbing a lot of black and brown actors and actresses Mm -hmm. and being nominated for Academy Awards. And also at that time, Chris Rock was hosting it. And Chris Rock made a joke about Jada. Pretty much saying, like, Jada, you weren't invited anyway. Jada, you're 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 not even doing movies. You're on TV. Right, just pretty much demoting and downplaying Jada, right, and bad taste. But I think as a result of that, the Oscars banned Chris Rock from hosting the Oscars anymore. Not from him coming, but he couldn't host anymore. So there was already some bad blood there, right? There was already some bad stuff there. So... Chris Rock has a history of talking about Jada condescendingly. Now here comes this moment where Chris Rock is up there and he says another bad joke. Now, my, now here's the thing. This is, I want to tackle this conversation in three points, three parts. First part is I want to talk about Will and why everybody is so shocked 
at Will's response. Right? Mm -hmm. Will has been taken as the token, the token man, right? He's right. he's tokenized. Will can do no wrong. Will is the epitome of a successful, tokenized black man in Hollywood, right? Who has made billions of dollars, right, with his movies. And he had a hit TV show. He had music. You know, he he's a pop star. Right. And Will Smith is always smiling. He can never do any wrong, right? And so now you see a different side of Will Smith where Will goes up there and Will becomes gangster. He reminds you, hey, I'm from Philly. That's Philadelphia. <laughs> I'm from Philly. Born and raised. I'm from Philly. <laughs> and we don't play that way. Like, boom. Like, he gets it, gets it popping, right? And now everybody's like, that ain't Will. What? No, it is Will. It is Will. It's just a fact. Like, ask yourself this question. How many times do you think this has happened behind closed doors. You know what I'm saying? In fact, why did a joke that small push Will over the edge? We have been in a pandemic for the last three years, correct, people? Correct? Mm -hmm. Do you realize that throughout most of the three years, Will and his family have been slandered Throughout this whole pandemic. They've been the butt of all jokes. They have been the bud of all jokes. So this is rooted, right? Prior to the pandemic, you didn't really hear anything about Will Smith and his family. You didn't really hear anything about Will Smith, Jada Pinkett. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't hear Jada Smith. I'm Jada Smith. You know, you didn't really hear anything about their family other than the typical leaked information oh they have an open marriage oh they have you know what i'm saying but you didn't really hear anything concrete until the pandemic happened everybody was at home everybody's in front of a, a computer or a tablet or a phone everybody's just that's all they got it's just time space and a screen in front of them and so now everybody is being exposed will smith and his family were exposed right so when it came out, this red table talk that Jada started, right? Mm -hmm. Jada exposed personal things about not only her marriage, but about herself within the marriage, right? And then this love affair came out about her and August Alsina. Oh, man. Right? Yep. And that's, honestly, that's where, like, I think that's where the water raneth over, the cup raneth over, because that wasn't supposed to come out, but it did. And when it did come out, Jada had no choice but for her and Will to sit down like this at a red table and talk about this affair. And you can see the pain and the tiredness in Will Smith's face at that point, and that was like, what, two years ago? A year ago, two years? Yeah. Yeah, like you could see just how tired he looked because he was just like, we got to talk about this shit again. I got to relive this shit again, right? Fast forward to the present. 
Chris Rock comes up there. Not only has he joked about Jada right before, but now you make another joke about Jada and about a medical condition, right? Which Chris Rock claims that he did not know. Well, they say that... Like, his friends and mutual friends are saying Chris Rock didn't know that Jada had alopecia. Well, they also claim that the joke wasn't written by Chris Rock. I don't believe that shit for nothing. The Oscar, I believe the Oscar said that Chris Rock didn't write that joke. I don't believe that. Chris Rock don't, listen, Chris Rock is a comedian. He is a natural, seasoned, godlike figure in comedy. Why does he need other people to write his jokes? But not only that, ask yourself this question. As a comedian, comedians are the folks that are in the know. They know the current trends about what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. They know because they're, confer- they're conversationalists. Right. They're constantly talking with people and, you know, coming up with material. You hear Kevin Hart talking about it. You hear Eddie Murphy talking about it. You hear Martin talking about it. All the greats, even the up-and-coming ones like DC Young Fly and Chico Beans and Carlos Miller, they always are in a place where they are coming up with more material because they're having conversations about these things. So you mean to tell me Chris Rock didn't know? About about Jada having alopecia? Well, no, that that I don't believe. I believe he did know. Right. So, but here's my point. Jada is subjected to this joke, bad joke. It was a bad joke, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't think anything of it. And I knew she had alopecia. And I was just like, uh... Mm, because comedians have to take a risk. Right. They take risks. They do all the time. And I'm just like, oh, that didn't fly well. Okay. But I think at that point with Will Smith, if you read Will Smith's book, you would know and understand that he has a history in being subjected in, in, in witnessing domestic violence between his mother and his father. And how he deeply felt that it was his his responsibility to protect his mother, but couldn't because as a child he felt he didn't have the courage to do so. He did say that. Right? That's mm-hmm. in his book. But not only that, not only that, Will Smith also talked about the theme of um protection. Right? Protecting people. When he received the Golden Globe. Award. That was the thing he was talking about. Like, I felt like I'm compelled to protect these young ladies. I'm, I'm compelled to protect the woman in my life, my daughters, the people I love. This ain't nothing new. So now all of this happens, and in a blink of an eye, he looks at his wife, which we couldn't see, right? But he looks at his wife. His wife looks at him, and three years worth of ridicule, pain, strain, stress, memes, posters, comedy sketches, entanglements, all come to a head at that moment. And Chris Rock is a representation of that of those three years of bullshit that his family has been subjected to. And he loses it. 
and in a weird way, I'm kind of happy it happened. You know why? Because it shows that people are human. And anybody who says, oh, I would have done this, oh, Wilson, you a fucking lie. You know why? Because at the end of the day, if you truly love someone, you true, regardless of your past, your history, you truly love someone. Will Smith said it best. Sometimes love make you do crazy shit. And we all been there. Yeah. It, it, it will, love yeah. will make you do some crazy shit. And that shit, he's no exception. Mm-hmm. He lost it. He lost it. For a brief second, he lost it. And then proceeds, he finally wins. He wins the Oscar. And now he gives his speech. And everybody's listening to him like, we don't believe you. You need more people. We don't believe you. We don't, how can we believe that you are a vessel of love? You just smacked the shit out of Chris Rock over here. But then he says something that just, it just encompassed everything. Because you can hear Will Smith giving a speech and you hear somebody say something to him. And he says, he's like, thank you, D. He's like, Denzel, it's funny. Denzel told me just a few minutes ago that it's always at your highest moments. You got to be careful because that's when the devil comes for you. That what we saw was an example of someone being at a highest moment and the devil trying to take that moment away from him and kind of succeeded in a way, right? Because granted, we know that whatever God has for you, it's yours no matter what. Right. That's been, that was shown because it was inevitable that he was going to win that Oscar on that night at that moment, divine timing. But it came with a price. Because now you can't really bask in that moment because you're too, we are too busy talking about a fucking smack that happened between him and legendary Chris Rock. And that overshadows the glory that Will Smith deserves playing King Richard. Right? Mm-hmm. So that's the first part. Everybody is talking about, oh, Will Smith, this, oh, Will Smith shouldn't have done that. Listen. <coughs> I'm going to put myself in his shoes. I know for a fact, for a fact, that if someone were to attack my wife, oh Lord, or to attack my kids oh in Lord. any kind of way, right? But this is me, this is me being my true authentic self. I, I, I know that I am not a person that's going to smack you and then talk about it. I'm going to warn you first. Every, 99% of the people in this world that are men, not 90, 90%, would do what Will did after he smacked him first, which is they will talk and defend. They will be like, yo, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. They would do that first. And if he continues after the warning... Now I got to fuck you up. That's me in a nutshell. That's me in a nutshell. But in that case, mm-hmm. <clears throat> in that instance, I probably would have done worse. 
I pro- like that set would have been fucked up. It would have been fucked up. I would have been banned in handcuffs, like in jail. Like lawyer up. I know that. I know that about me. Right. I know that about me. Right? So I can, like you said, you understand. I can understand too. Because when you love somebody, right, wrong, or indifferent, you want to protect them. Bishop T.D. Jakes talked about this all the time, that men by nature are protectors. You come in between anything that will compromise, hurt, or hinder something that they love or cherish, you will be taken care of. Christian, Muslim, don't matter. You will be taken care of. Now, could that have happened during commercial break? <laughs> right? Just, just wait. <laughs> yeah, that could have happened, right? That could have yeah. happened. But I don't think, I think Jada gave him a look like you better do something. Right. I think Jada looked at his ass like, and Will was like, you know what? All right. Push play. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like activate. Poof. Went up there, did what his, did his thing. Right? Here's the second point. Chris Rock. Because two things were showcased at the Oscars. One, black men have the pressure by not only their peers, but by social media and by the social construct that they have to defend the honor of a black woman at all costs, no matter what. It is rooted, and it has been conditioned in our DNA to do so, and it's the right thing to do. We have to protect our women by any cost. Right. Right? We have to. And that's what he did. But then on the other side, what Chris Rock showed is that we have to be restrained. Like we have to, we have to show restraint. We can't act like niggas. We can't act like we don't have, like any right up, you know, right upbringing. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock got got humiliated not only amongst his peers, but in the public international live TV. If you got smacked here today and it's just the three of us, I'm getting a reaction out of your ass. You motherfucker, what? (laughs) Something. For Chris Rock to get smacked in the face, who is somebody, Diddy, Diddy uh, said this. Diddy said, it was like for Chris Rock to get smacked in the face, not only does he have a chin, but damn, he ain't even rub his face. You notice that? Like, mm-hmm. you get smacked. You, like, rub your face. He didn't even rub his face. He was just like. There's a part when he got smacked that I caught. What? So when he got smacked and Will came back down 
and that's when Will was yelling, keep my wife's name out your, out your fucking mouth. Yeah. Right after he said it was a it was a G.I. Jane joke, and then he said it again. If you go back and watch, there's a brief second, like a split second that I seen Chris Rock, and it was like Chris Rock had to remember he's on st- <laughs> like he had to catch he, himself he was like uh, okay he he legit okay okay and when he said that that moment right there we not we've been around people that have that have told that line so we know what that okay is Bro. we know what that okay is that okay was I'm gonna catch you. Yeah. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> that was that. That was that. You got one on me right now. I'm gonna get you when you least expect it. I'm gonna catch you. You know. Don't drop your guard. And Ooh, that's the worst. And that's so yes, he did, he did show his restraint. And and he was able to, you know move forward with it in a way that made a lot of, made people be like, yo, like, I feel bad for Chris Rock. Because there's some people that was like, yo, like, I feel bad. Like, some, I see some tweets like, oh, I just want to give Chris Rock a hug, like, because of it. And I'm like, but this is a result of what he said at a bad time. (laughs) In a bad situation, if you really want to be, that slap was not even about Chris Rock. It wasn't. That slap was about all the millions of people that had been talking shit about Will Smith, not only all his life, but within this concentrated time. Mm-hmm. That Not only have they been talking about Will Smith, but they've been talking about his kids. They've been talking about his wife. They've been talking about his marriage. They've been talking about everything and all of that shit came in the form of a right hand to the face, right? I'm saying, and for Chris Rock to take that, there's a post, hold on, there's a post that I want to read to you because this post literally was the embodiment of what the hell this was. I'm going to read it for the audience real quick. It says... Will Smith slapping Chris Rock was misdirected anger and frustration behind becoming a joke, a meme, and the poster boy for emasculation. Mm. By no fault of his own, Chris took the slap for everyone on social media who Will can't hit. Chris also took that slap because Will hasn't properly and effectively dealt with his anger and frustration with Jada. I read that shit, and I was like... (laughs) Segway to the third. Hold on, before... Hold on, because I got to make this point very clear. Chris Rock has shown another expectation of black and brown men. Mm -hmm. That in in the face of controversy... Controversy and pressure and, and, and shit like that, you can't lose your cool. You can't. You got to take it and buy. You got to become Black Panther when Black Panther gets hit and that energy is absorbed. 
you got to become Black Panther. You got to absorb that shit for a greater good, like for, for a reaction, which will be coming later. Because you know Chris Rock is working on some shit. He has a tour coming up with him and Kevin Hart. Did you know that? Yeah. They have a tour coming up, so you already know the material is about to be crazy. They already started. You already know. But I did, listen, people forget Chris Rock from the hood, too. From Brooklyn. He from the hood. You really... Listen, if 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 Chris Rock, if he did not have the fame and the fortune and the notoriety that he has, oh, you best to believe he's like, oh, I'm going to see this motherfucker. I'm going to see him. I'm going to see him. Right? I'm going to see him. Like, you got to... I give Chris Rock a lot of flowers in the regard that he showed a lot of restraint in a time where all the cameras were on you. Mm-hmm. And everybody's looking. Everybody's looking for Chris Rock to react. Everybody that you've listened to that has an opinion about this, Shannon Sharp, man, that's... Man, I would have... Shit, he did. I whooped his ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, No. Everybody, anybody that is a real man that gets slapped like that and has some nuts on them, yo, you're gonna be like, yo, nah. And and that's something else. I was when I was in a group chat, I was talking to them. I was like, you know, I would rather take a punch than a slap. Because a slap don't is, hit me at all. Uh, uh, no, don't hit me at all. I, I understand that, but a slap to a man, that's like a spit in the face. Exactly what I told them. It's like a spit in the face. Like, you, <laughs> man, could you imagine if instead of smacking him, Will Smith just spit in his face? Oh, and he took it just what? Yo, ooh, wee, ooh. Okay, listen, Chris Rock, I give you your flowers for that, but that was a bad joke. And as a comedian, I do not believe that you did not know that. I don't believe it. I don't believe that you did not have that information. I believe that you just created a joke because you've made jokes like that before. He's made jokes like that before, and they hit, and people be like, ah. Uh, like, he he revels in controversy. He loves it because mm-hmm. that's what makes him a daring comedian. Right. You know who I want to know? I want to hear from Dave Chappelle. What do you got to say? I want to hear from Dave Chappelle. What, is, what does Dave Chappelle have to say about this? Yeah. What does Eddie Murphy have to say about this? Because Eddie Griffin says something about it. What did he say? Eddie Griffin said that Chris Rock was out of line for that. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. But, and Eddie Griffin has been subjected to the, every good comedian has had a time where they've landed a joke and it's overly offensive. It becomes too personal and someone ends up reacting. I'm pretty sure. DC Young Fly was at a comedy show in Atlanta, his own city. And he landed the joke and someone didn't like it and they rushed the stage and DC Young Fly had to fuck him up. I remember that. So this is not something new. Right. Right? But this is a seasoned vet. This is a godlike legend in comedy and you just got dealt with like that. So I give flowers to Will Smith for standing up for his woman. However, I don't agree thinking about it in hindsight. Like, there's a time and a place. We can agree with that, right? Like, I agree with the action, of course, no doubt, but time and a place. Here's the third part. 
And this is where, like, we got to put our thinking caps on. Why? It's the why Will Smith did that. Right? Which goes into the Jada effect. I had this conversation with my brother earlier today in a rant. And I was just like... He was ranting. I was like, Jada has this intangible quality about her where she can get anything she wants from a man. That's a powerful thing. I don't think that has anything to do with what's in between your legs. I think that has everything to do with just this intangible power that you have. And it reminded me of someone like Erica Badu. Because Erica has that same thing. Erica turned gangster rappers into gypsies and fucking um, 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 hippie people. Uh-oh, this just in. Oh, yeah, Jaden said something about it. J- yes, so in response, we'll go back. In response to the events, Jaden goes on Twitter and says, this is how we do it. Pretty much supporting what happened. <laughs> you know? But your kids would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. My kids would do the same. They'd be like, Shh, don't fuck with us. <laughs> right. I mean, so I'm not really, you know. But I do, again, it, it, it seems like it was kind of premeditated because before the Oscars, both Will Smith and Jada put out a post, and they're like, you know, we choose chaos. Okay, but back to my third point, Jada. Jada, like Erica, has this certain intangible quality that can manipulate a situation. Erica is the only popular, cultured, soulful woman that I think we know that can sell her vagina scent and sell out. Like, everybody wants a piece of that. I remember she did that. Everybody wants a piece of her vagina scent incense. I remember she did that. Jada has, like, this same type of quality. It's like a mystical type of quality that just draws people in. Now, of course, Jada's not out here selling, you know, vagina scented anything but jada just has a quality that just brings you in mm-hmm. it's like prince don't talk about prince it's like prince <laughs> don't, don't can sit here and not say a word and you are just drawn into prince like um am i supposed to dearly beloved <laughs> <laughs> you know you know, like you, you like you, just, you know, but you just have like this, just like this quality. I asked why Will Smith acted the way he did. This is my theory, and I want your input on it. I believe that Jada Pinkett is molding Will Smith into the type of man that she wants him to be. 
as opposed to who he is already in accepting him. Because I think the Will Smith that she has had mm-hmm. isn't working for her anymore. Because they done dibbled and dabbled. They done had their entanglement. So she's done had certain things. But she's chosen to stay with Will, and she knows what Will comes with, right? And so she's like, you know what? No, we're about to switch this up. I need for you to do this. I need for you to do this for me, right? And she has a way with words, people. Like, she can talk to you, and it's like she reads you like a book. If you ever experienced her Red Table Talks, it is so engaging right like people are making memes about this already they're saying there's a picture of (laughs) Jada looking with a side eye talking about something Tupac wouldn't do that yeah Tupac would have shot him or August wouldn't treat me that way and here's the thing I think she literally says shit like that to Will that like puts him over the top I truly do. I think, like, she has said things to him in a very slick way that plants seeds, and now it's manifested into, like, this behavior. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Why are why are people so comfortable in coming for Will? Will Smith, like, it's it's almost to the point where like it's bad to be a good guy. It's bad to be a good guy. Like you gotta have some sort of bad bone in you. Oh, this is layered. Oh. It, it is, bro. Is I was just asking about Jada. He brings up this damn fucking tweet or whatever, and now we up here talking about Will again. <laughs> like, this is a layered subject. It's like, Jada, what do you want? What do you want in a man? Will, why are you still with Jada? If she's bringing, like, love is a mean thing. Like he said, love will make you do... Love will make you do wrong. Who said that? Al Green, right? Love and happiness? Love will make you do wrong. The game don't change just the players, right? And that was in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. And now fast forward to the present. Here we are. Here we are. Will Smith loses it, and now everybody's coming for Will. We know it. We need to watch out for Will. That's some real shit. Like, we we really need to watch out for him. Because let's say the Oscars reprimand him and they take that Oscar away from him. Because you know they're talking about that, right? Mm-hmm. Which I don't think they will. I think they'll ban him. Like, you can't come to an Oscars anymore, which is fucked up because anybody who's ever won an Oscar has to come to an Oscar. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but could you imagine the Academy says, we got to take this away from you? 
because it's not a part of it, it doesn't honor our code of conduct. So we got to take this away from you. But I earned that. Right. You you better watch out for Will. You better watch out for Will. And someone needs to check on Chris Rock too because these two have been working with each other since the nineties. Fresh Prince, remember the ugly chick, right? Mm-hmm. Like they've been working with each other. Not even even prior to that. Like Chris Rock was like on a dating show on Fresh Prince. Remember that? They he was on a dating show, and remember Jazz was on a dating show too. Like they was doing yeah. something. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They were they were both whatever. But both of these people. Will Smith especially has proven that he can be very fragile and a very and, and 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 can be in a very depressive state. Chris Rock always comments about com- comedians being the most lonely, fragile, isolated folks. Yep. He's no exception. Someone has, needs to check on him too. But back to the Jada effect. I really do think that Jada has planted some seeds in Will which now Will, and this is objective. This is just me on, of course, I don't know none of them, but you read the book and you also pay attention to commentary between them two in terms of their relationship. I believe that Will is in a for, is in a fight of desperation where he constantly has to defend not only their marriage, but he has to defend her honor all the time. I believe it's gotten to that point where he has to consistently defend everything with Jada. Is that honorable? Is that needed? I don't think it's honorable. Well, what do you think? Uh, I'm sorry for hogging up the time. I didn't mean to. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Right. <laughs> you have see your your approach on the situation is a little different than like mine. Um and I think because you've been so like you're consistently watching what's going on through yeah, social. Dude, that's a bad. That's a bad. What habit. I did. That's a bad habit. And 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 I had to tell Saad this because Saad was listen. Saad was <coughs> after I said what I said. I got off because I'm like I don't. I know what's gonna come. I know people are gonna joke. I know people are gonna make fun of it. People are gonna the memes of Will's gonna come. The memes of Jada's gonna come. All this stuff's gonna come. And regardless on whether people want to feel like this was staged or not, or whatever the case may be, it's still a situation that people go through. Like, people go through shit like this, Mm -hmm. you know? And when you were talking about how Jada is trying to mold Will into something that he's not, it triggered something in me because I've had to, in the past, try to be something that I'm not for a person. 
a person that didn't see the value in you. me of you and didn't accept like me for who I am. Mm-hmm. So I can see where that could drive will to a breaking point. Yeah. You know, cuz like you said, you got to look at it. The man's men kind of like the butt of all jokes for this duration of time. How long you going he's a he's man impulsive. can only, a man can only take but so much. You can only keep an animal caged in for so long until that animal get bust out that cage. Listen, I, I said it I said it this way. Continue to yell at the lion in the zoo. Continue to be Hey lion! <laughs> lion just sitting there patiently waiting. Until it, it finds its opportunity to prompts. Mm-hmm. Continue to poke the bear. I feel like Will Smith is a sleeping giant. You know what I'm saying? And he and he just that that wasn't even a full that wasn't even a full display of what could happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what's crazy about it is that immediately after the Oscars, Will snapped back into himself. He snapped back into himself and he's out there partying and he's, you know, like trying to make light of the situation again. Again, what does he say in his book? Like laughter. Laughter has always been the coping mechanism well, like you for s- him. Well, like you said, like when you see him after he slaps him and he's walking, he's, he's, he's already try- trying, he's to, trying smile. To, to to laugh it off. But then no one's talking about this moment where they show Denzel, Bradley Cooper, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry coming up to him. Gather with him and bring him down. But you, I believe there's a shot where you can see the look of pain in Will's face. Like, I don't know if it's the pain of, like, just that frustration that he's been built up or the pain like, yo, I can't believe I just did this. Like, you don't know what that... And, and, and But here's the million-dollar question. Where is his wife? I'll never forget a comment that Jada said. Jada said something to the effect where I don't need to defend Will. Will is his own man. I don't need to defend him, right? You know? I'll never forget that. It was on one of those red table to I'll never forget that because she held true to her word because when Will was being subjected to all these memes and all this ridicule, all this rude shit that was happening to him, people calling him soft, people saying he's this and that, where was Jada? Where was she? Defend your man. Your man, you had to you had to put a stronghold on Will to get that type of reaction from him. I mean, from, from him, right? I had another conversation today during a staff meeting, and this, this kind of bothered me some because I kind of put myself in a situation. It was said that a person that acts in violence, right, a person who reacts to a situation in violence 
has like underlying things that deal with like domestic like domestic situations like they can be an abuser mm-hmm. and I put myself in a situation because I was like yo I've never hit slap punch a woman physically n- never 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 okay never put my hands on a woman in that type of way ever but I know for a fact that you come from my niece, you come from my daughters, you come from my wife, you come from my mom's. Yo, I'm fucking you up. And there's not a bone in me that is domestically violent. I just protect what is mine. Right? So in this conversation, I'm like, yo, I'm like, well, no. I'm like, I don't agree. I don't agree. Because any man who loves their wife, right? Any man Mm -hmm. that loves their wife will not allow for someone to offend. Yeah, there might be a time and a place. I get that. But if it's to a point where it's like that, yeah, you kind of get out of character. You can kind of get out of character and be like, yo, like I'm about to reprimand this shit right now. And what what woman do you know wants a punk? Right? What woman? My wife sent me a t- <laughs> my wife sent me a text today. She said, "I love you." She's like, "And you better slap the shit out of anybody who fucking does that." And I was like, "Baby, you ain't got you ain't got to tell me. You like you ain't got to say, <laughs> right?" But does that mean that I'm a bad person? Does that mean that Will Smith... No, he's not a bad person. He's not a bad person at all. Now, granted, if we could rewind the time and we just tell Will, like, hey, just wait after, I would tell him, dude, just wait after. Don't, don't do it now. All right. Wait after. Get your, get your moment, right? Because we want you to have your moment where you win your Oscar and everybody's, like, all in. But that moment was stolen from you when you took stage and you did what you did. You know what I'm saying? And I think Jada has some effect to do with that. Because I really do think that Jada has done something in the mind of Will who already has like an imaginative mind. He's already that type of creative in the book. Well, he said it. I remember remember actually the Breakfast Club interview that he did when he was with um, Martin when they was promoting Bad Boys for Life. And he said this and it made me think of like we had a conversation on the on the old pod I did where Will talked about how he had to create the character that was the Fresh Prince to get him to where he needed to be. And what he had to do is he had to eventually kill the character. Like he had to kill him off. So I think with you saying all this, because of what Will has done, the rap, the rap career, the fact that he, as according to so many people, Will was polished. He was clean. Clean cut, right. polished. Everybody liked him. Right. Black, Parents white, don't understand, and you know, Everybody loved him. All that. And that created this vision of people to be like, he's a, you know, he's a punk. Like, that's what it is. 
Like, what did they say about Russell Wilson? Oh, don't get me started with Russell, because because. <laughs> what did they say? No, one of the one of the biggest things. Matter of fact, on the pivot. Th- that's what I'm talking about. Pivot, that's what I'm talking about. On the pivot, right? Because Shannon what, Crowder, Shannon, Shannon Crowder, Crowder said it. Was like Russell Wilson is a square. Yes. He's a square. People think that Will Smith is a square. Cookie cutter, you know what I'm saying? Like, no bad boy in him at all. Even though he plays bad boys. I'm going to say, even though his most iconic role is one of the most ruthless people in the world in Mike Larry. You know what I'm saying? But... Larry. Mike, 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 Larry. Right? But, but... Again, you said Will has to create these characters. It doesn't mean that he is them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he might want to be that. Right. But he's not that. You know what I mean? And I think Jada wants him to become these things. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what, from now on, he's always going to be constantly compared to Tupac. Always. He's always going to be constantly compared to August Alsina, right? He's always going to be compared to the characters that he makes. Mm-hmm. And now I think we are seeing a fragile side of Will Smith where he might not even know who he is or might not even be comfortable in who he is. Someone said, well, maybe this is him. It might be a part of him. Think about it. His father, daddy when that happened, I thought of Daddy-O. I thought of Daddy-O. Like, a part of Will Smith's father, DNA is in him like anybody's father. It's a part of you. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of Daddy-O came out. That's a psychological thing right there. Like, you know, like, it, it came out. Yeah. So, three things. Will Smith defending the honor of his wife which we find honorable, we can agree. Mm-hmm. Chris Rock showing restraint and professionalism, even in the midst of total chaos, not losing it. Because you know what happened with Chris Rock right after that? They said Chris Rock silently went to his trailer, got dressed, and left. Silently took himself to his trailer, got dressed, and left. Didn't stay. Left. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of discipline and a lot of restraint. Because I know, especially when you rolling with folks, you got people in your ear. I'm pretty sure folks are all on his ear. He probably drowned them out like, I'm just going to go to my trailer and get my stuff in my but that's what's so dangerous about it, though, is that will he retaliate? Is will is Chris Rock going to pop up one day like Kanye West and just got your back, nigga? I'm out. Because you don't know the psyche of these people. Right. You may look at Chris Rock and be like, oh, that's Pookie, but you haven't pushed Pookie to the limit where he going to fuck you up. And all these comedians now, here's a bonus question. What happens with these comedians now? 
Because now Will Smith legitimately just opened up a door for people to come on stage and, and, and challenge a comedian. Comedians always have the ultimate pass to say and do whatever they want. I forgot. No, 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 no. I don't know. I'm saying I rem- I don't I don't think it was Steve Harvey that said it. But somebody oh, but somebody Steve recently but somebody recently was saying oh, there was like if they knew like the stories that I have from doing comedy shows and how people have tried and do the, those things like it's happened. Oh, I'm not saying that it hasn't happened, mm-hmm. but now it's going to happen even more now. Probably between uh, celebrities now. Steve Harvey, two things. Steve Harvey said that he's never doing stand-up comedy again for this very reason. He said people become, we live in a time now where everybody is ultra-sensitive. Remember back in the 90s when we was growing up, we was watching Def Comedy Jam and we was watching Comic View and all this shit. All the shit that was being said, right. you cannot say that today. Right. Because you will offend someone and they will act on it. Yeah. Steve Harvey's like, yo, I can't do I can't do stand-up. I cannot. Why do you think Eddie Murphy still hasn't done a stand-up yet? And he's scheduled to do and one. And he's scheduled to do one, but I'm pretty sure he's thinking, like, I don't know, because I don't want to offend too many. I don't want to offend anyone. I just want to be funny. There's only one comedian who can say anything he wants, and that is Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's the only comedian that can get up there and say anything he wants, offend anybody, and still be like, well... Yeah. Not even Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart is safe. He's like, because uh, Kevin Hart has more. Yeah, but has more people. Yeah, but he 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 went through his little. He did, but it didn't hurt him. It didn't hurt him. The thing, the genius about Kevin Hart is he's he's rabbit from uh, Eight Mile. I'm not gonna let you talk about me. I'm gonna talk about myself. Before you get to me. That's his genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got caught up, had a sex tape. I- no, I'm talking about as far as, like, you know, he was, he, remember, the whole reason, he was supposed to host the Oscars the one year. And then oh, he yeah. got pulled because yeah. of the comments or mm-hmm. the previous That's show. That still bite him in the ass to this day. Right. Still so, bite him in the ass. So when you was like, you know. You think Will Smith would have smacked Kevin Hart? I think so, but I think the results would have been tragically different. I think Kevin would have retaliated. That's what I'm saying. It would have been different. Kevin would have been like, motherfucker, what? He would have been like, yo, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Boss no, would have came out. Yeah. His trainer? The, all, the whole crew, Plastic Boy Cups, <laughs> they would have came out. <laughs> Philly, Philly would have been out there. Yeah, it would have, yo, would have been a problem. Yeah. It would have been a problem. Michael Jai White, you know the guy that plays Spawn? Right, the the martial arts dude. Yeah, Tyson. Tyson, this motherfucker put up on his Instagram. He's like, "I'm hosting the Oscars, Oscars next year. <laughs> I'm hosting it. Bring it. Like, try me. Try that shit with me. You gonna have to have somebody like The Rock host the Oscars. 
Because who is going to try that man? Right? Well, see, you also got to look at it like... Oh. Michael Jai White Remind me of Rock. Steve Harvey. Michael Jai White and The Rock. They've... I mean, Grant, people want to say whatever they want to say about The Rock and him being a wrestler and all this, but he he looks, he pays attention, and Michael Jai, he would see, like, the minute he see the hand, like, that shoulder, like, it's... <laughs> yeah, Michael, Jesus, hold on. You know, he's hyper-reactive. But comments about Steve Harvey. So, again, I was, this morning... And this morning, I, I was waiting and anticipating hearing the comments from Steve Harvey. Because, you know, Steve Harvey is, I'm about that life. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Right? I'm about that life, right? And he loves his wife. And I was just like, I wonder what his commentary will be about. And it shocked me. He said, yo, he was like, Will Smith knew that he can do that shit and get away with it. That's what I heard him say that. He said he knew because he knows Hollywood. He knows that Will Smith is a token boy. He can go up there, he can do that shit, and nobody was going to do anything about it. And I'm like, Steve, if somebody offended your wife, you mean to tell me you wouldn't do the same shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you I mean it? You. you think Will Smith would have smacked Jamie Foxx? If that were Jamie and he made a joke like that, you think he's going to smack Jamie Foxx? But I don't think Jamie would make a joke like that. Jamie is offensive like a motherfucker. I don't uh, I don't think Jamie going to do that. But you know what? You say that because they know each other. Chris Rock knows Will Smith too. Okay, how about this? Dio Hughley. I think he would smack DL too. I think he would smack <laughs> DL too. But look at D.L. Uglie now with Kanye. Mm-hmm. Right? Kanye's trying him. He has people trying him, too. Right. He got random people just coming up to him. D.L.'s like, yo, man. <laughs> D.L. from Cali. He don't play that shit. I'm telling you, it seems like this year is going to be the year where people, you really going to see the realness in these celebrities. Where people are going to try folks. They're going to try them. You had, this shit shook up the world so much, you had sports shows talking about this. And this has nothing to do with sports. You had sports shows talking about this. Richard Eisen, right? The Eisen show. He's talking about it. He's like, yo, he's like, I didn't know if that was real or not. I didn't know. Shannon Sharp put his two cents in Stephen A. Smith. Your boy. <laughs> My boy. Come on. This is a very layered subject. And one of these days, I would like to talk about <clears throat> the collateral damage this does with people who are not famous. Right? I don't think that goes into a little bit of what Sai wanted to talk about. Because, yeah. because he, like I said, he was going on a rant, but his thing was more so based on how you know, people were voicing their opinion. Because he, he hit me up and he said, yo, people not, like, you can't even defend your wives anymore? Like, like what, what, you know, like, he started hinting about that. Like, our cousins, <clears throat> people on my Instagram hitting me up. 
I'm saying? So I'm like, yo, Fred, like, yo, what's da da da? And I'm just like, listen, you know, like people are people's perception of what they see. That's why I asked the question, what did you really see? And see, like when when me and when we were in the group chat and we were talking about it, I kept saying like, yo, I'm trying to like dissect it because you know the the gift and the curse with being now in the media, if you want to say it, is my professor told me this the first time she taught my vision and sound class. She was like, you're going to look at media, movies, television in a whole different light because you're going to be looking at different things. And when I seen that, I was watching, I was just like, I'm trying to see the angles and how it was shot and even though it was live, but just things are rehearsed. So I'm looking at this, trying to see, like, is there any stretch where this could be work? Fake. Yeah. And they showed, um, who's the guy? Tori. The, he, he, he's a journalist. You would know him. Light skin with the fro. Trevor, oh. no. Trevor. No, not 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 Trevor. He's an older he's an older guy. Okay. Um he Noah? No, no, no. He posted a video of it in a, slow I motion. Should have been a communications major. I would have been good at it. That guy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. showed it in slow motion. And that's what see, a lot of people did. And seeing in slow motion, you're like, oh he really did then you know <laughs> russ is russ is on this whole like this shit he don't believe he's like i don't believe anybody in hollywood he's like i just don't i don't believe anybody in hollywood i believe this whole shit russ is. what more do you need <laughs> russ what more do you need bro this is thing like he's just like yo like i'm not because he's like yo you not gonna slap me and I'm not putting my foot in your spine. Like, that's his thing. He was like, yo, you're not going to slap me and then walk away. Like, I'm going to, re like, his thing is he's going to react. But that's because he's, 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 we're, we're wired different. And that's where it goes into the restraint. When you were talking about Chris Rock had, who's showing his and restraint. I, and, right. And, and again, so <clears throat> why am I so passionate about this, right? Because I've, I've been both of those people where I got smacked the shit out of and couldn't do nothing about it because of the place and the environment that I'm in, right? And I've also been that person where I fucking smacked the shit out of someone defending the honor of another person. I've been that person. And I know what it feels like and I know what it comes with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... What am I trying to say? I think that, and it goes back to the point, you said something. You know who I'm interested in learning about or hearing this from? Your boy. Joe? Joe. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear from Joe Budden about this because he always has like he has he a, always wants to be very peculiar about but 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 how he attacks this. but 
he has this love hate with Will Smith. So it's going to be interesting to hear what he has to say because he has this. He is is it's like it's like he doesn't believe everything that Will is doing. Like he just feels like, oh, like what are you doing? Like you're this age, trying to do all this stuff. As and what's crazy is that Will is about to be on the uptick. Like he's about to get all these projects. He's about to. He's supposed to be doing all these things coming up. I think all that shit might be on back burner now. It might be on hold. I don't think so. Granted, he might still do it because he's producing mm-hmm. and directing the movie with him and Michael B. Jordan, the I Am Legend sequel. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But, I mean, anything else? I don't know. I don't... Listen, man. Listen. I... I was triggered, too. Because I've been in those spaces and past relationships where things have been said or things have been done to me and people are looking for me to react. And I want to react badly. Like, I want to fuck people up. But I can't. Because I know what's at risk. Mm -hmm. Right? I know... What could happen? Right. But I can't do those things because I know that I have things at stake. You know what I'm saying? And I know what it's like to... I, I just been in those peculiar, uncomfortable situations like Will where all eyes are on you. You got to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? And I've been in those type of relationships where people try to mold you into something that you're not. And now you try to be like you try to become this thing. It's kind of like you ever saw the movie Karate Kid 3? Do you remember when he left? So for those of you, Karate Kid 3, the Daniel son ends up leaving Miyagi because he wants to go back into this tournament. He ends up leaving Miyagi though. And gets up, ends up being trained by Cobra Kai. Never die. Right? <laughs> and Daniel starts to develop these skills that are truly Cobra Kai in nature, where like he's not defense. He's now fucking people up. He's now throwing the blows rather than blocking them. And he realizes he's becoming this person. And now if you watch Cobra Kai, you're kind of like, you can see the Cobra Kai-ness in Daniel, right? Because it's a part of him. That's kind of like how I felt. Where like you're in these situations, you're not so comfortable in who you are. You're still insecure as a man. I believe that Will Smith right now has a little insecurity in him because he just doesn't know like, he has an idea of the man he wants to become, but is that really you? Is that really you? Like, even when he did it and he, you saw him walking back, he looked uncomfortable. Like, he tried to smile it off. Because the Will that was walking back smiling, that's Will. Mm-hmm. 
But the gesture of him throwing that right cross to the left side of Chris Rock's face, everybody, everybody, including him, is like, what is, what is that? So, like, I, I just, I've been in a place where, like, you act <clears throat> beyond who you normally are. Mm-hmm. And then this other side of you comes out. Right. I'm saying, and that's the side that you keep suppressed, you keep submerged. But is that really you? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, a lot of layers, bro. A lot of layers. I would love to be in a conversation with the side about this because there is collateral damage, meaning that there is other people and other things that are affected by this. Look at the image. Look at the, the, the visuals and the imaging that this does for young black folks. My son, Nakai. Talk to me about this. He's like, yo, dad, what are you... And I'm like, why, what? And he's just like, yo, like, it's all over Instagram. Like, what do you think? What does this do with the perception of what a man should be like towards their woman or towards their spouse? Because women have a very, very, very solid opinion about it. Like, now it's an expectation. <coughs> Yo, he offends me. It's beef on sight. (laughs) Beef on sight. You better get ready. You better get ready. If Will can do it, nigga, you better do it. Jesus. And what if you not that dude? Right. Right. (laughs) What if you not that dude? You just went like, what what if you're just a logical person? Like, that's not a person that reacts off an impulse. What if you're methodical and you're like, baby, we'll get him later? Right. Why we got to get him now? We'll get him later. No, you're the, no. You know what? You a lame. You weak. You a weak ass punk. You lame. I can't be what. Look, you getting mad. You getting mad right now. He getting mad. <laughs> he getting in his feelings. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, though, is that like that's that, that's why I'm like, yo, why you with her? Why you with her, Jada? I mean, why you with her, Will? If a woman, if that has to be brought out of you and that's not you, I'm not condoning that he leaves her. I'm just saying, like, why are you doing this? Right? Right? I mean, why? Why? Like, my wife has never commanded me to be something I'm not. She's always forced me to be better than I am because she sees the potential and she wants to pull it out. Pause. I'm saying, like, she she wants to bring that out of me. Mm-hmm. But she's never put me in a position where I have to act out of character. Correct. Like now we talk about relationships, and I don't want to get there. We know we're not about to do that. (laughs) We're not about to do that. So you said it's a it's a layered conversation, which it is. Um, Looking forward to continuing this conversation. Um, Like I said, Sai wants to get on. You know, he has a lot that he... We need a woman. 
<laughs> Are you afraid of my wife? Uh, Sierra, I, we've, we, yeah, we need a babysitter. Yeah, you need a babysitter. You need a babysitter. I got four. <laughs> we need a babysitter. But yeah, my wife, she, man, I love. You know who I talked about this to today? Cassandra. Sandy hit me up. We had a whole hour and 40 minutes worth of conversation. We talked about this. Like, in detail. In detail, to the point where she kind of defended Jada. And I was just like, ah. But I understood why. Right? Not to disclose anything, but I understood why. Right? Who else did I talk to about? I've, I talked about it with uh, um, Jocelyn. I tried. I hit up Tamara, and we missed each other. I hit up Tamara, but Tamara already put her two cents in there. She was just like, mm. <laughs> and I was just like, ah. you know? So, but yeah, I would love to have like just two women or three women and three guys and just, rah, rah. Okay. Bring anybody you want. <laughs> <laughs> Bring anybody you want. I'm ready for it. Bring anybody. No, well, wait. Wait. Time out. <laughs> time. time. <laughs> I retract that. I'm not ready for everybody. <laughs> I'm not ready for everybody. No, you know what? Fuck it. No, I am. I am. We can have this conversation. We'll see. We'll see. Invite will be out there. Yes, anybody that would like to sit amongst us and have this conversation in a very constructive and civil and cordial way. Of course. We can do this. Of course. Right? Yes. Okay. We can be passionate. Yes. We can be passionate. Yes. I'll try not to walk off. I might. Yeah. I might. <laughs> I might walk off like, mm, okay, gotta go. I might. But yeah. He is I. I am him. Shemay Manchi signing off. Like I said, more to come from this conversation because so much that needs to be said. So much. So much. Till next time. Deuces. In this time in my life, in this moment, I am overwhelmed by what God is calling on me to do and be in this world. Making this film, I got to protect Ingenue Ellis, who was one of the most, the strongest, most delicate people I've ever met. I got to protect Sanaya and Demi, the two actresses that played Venus and Serena. I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people and to be a river to my people.
Now, I know to do what we do, you got to be able to take abuse. You got to be able to have people talk crazy about you. In this business, you got to be able to have people disrespecting you. And you got to smile and you got to pretend like that's okay. But Richard Williams, and what I loved, thank you, D. Denzel said to me a few minutes ago, he said, at your highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. <laughs> 